So while we were writing this script, we were trying way too hard to think of a story to tell you guys. Um, I'm supposed to have a story here that will transition to our theme of our podcast, but our focus is actually about being unfocused. And we were trying to write this, and we were literally getting nowhere. We were talking about CWC, which is a class here. You guys probably know that. Um, And then not paying attention to it, and salad dressings, to sound stuck in our heads, to lily pads, which is apparently like some type of floaty. Lauren. Okay, so this is what a lily pad is, you guys. It's like a big roll-up mattress-sized thing. It's not as thick as a mattress, but you put it in like a lake or something, and it floats, and you can lay on it with like five people. It's really fun. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. Yeah, we're talking about that. Um, So anyways, ironically, I feel like this little story, this little clip that we have here works. So here are our podcasters today. Tian, and I like all kinds of chocolate and everything coconut flavor, but I do not like coconut. I'm Lauren, and I like thrifting. Uh, my favorite artist right now is ASAP Rocky, and I love Tumblr. I'm still obsessed with it, even though I know that that's like a middle school thing, but mm-hmm. I still use it. <laughs> uh, I'm Sophia. I like the color yellow, lime tostitos, and pretending I understand your office quotes. Welcome to Modern Story Podcast episode number six. Today, we're telling stories about distraction. Yeah, we literally just went nowhere when we were t- trying to think of a story. That was really funny. I don't even know if I'm tracking with what I'm talking about right now or not. I just thought about <laughs> what I should eat for lunch. It's not good things to say, but I'm always distracted. <laughs> I just think it's interesting because um, when we were talking about our theme of distraction, Um, Like Sophia said at the beginning, uh, we were just getting distracted ourselves on what even to write about or say. And it's just goofy because we were actually really distracted and Uh not even able to get our stuff done, which was our inspiration. That's distraction. Yeah. So let's get started with Lauren and her story called Focus. I don't know what I'm doing. Every day in my 9 a.m. math class, I don't know what I'm doing. I pretend like I know, but I also have a feeling that everyone else in my math class doesn't know what they're doing either. I sit at the table and drift off to the distractions from inside my mind. I think about how I need to do my taxes, but I don't know how to do them. I'm thinking of who I should text to ask if we can meet for lunch so I don't have to sit alone. I can't imagine dropping my tray on the ground in the dining center. Can you just imagine everybody clapping for you, or is it at you? OMG, I think that would make me want to cry. Anxiety setting in. I have to remind myself, Lauren, you didn't actually drop your tray, so calm down and hold on to that thing tightly. Scrambling on my phone to find my next class on my schedule, I have screenshotted probably 200 pictures back on my camera roll. I find the classroom number because even though I go there every day, I out of habit double check to make sure I don't walk in on a random class. When I'm driving, I talk to myself with or without people in the car because my mind is going to so many places every minute I need to hear myself say where and when I need to turn so I can focus. Sometimes when I watch Netflix or one of the many streaming services that I have a subscription to, I have a specific piece of hair right in front of my ear that I viciously twist into a tangle that now looks like a rat's nest. 
I am brought back into reality when my friend next to me in math says, hey, did you get number eight on the homework? I come back down nervously from the fantasy world in my mind and say, no, I didn't, sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. It's the end of class now, and I pack up my things, put my earbuds back in, and wander to the next event in my day, just as clueless as I was about the homework for math last night as I am now after going through it in class. I really like your confession. I like the part when you said everyone claps for you when you drop the train in the DC. That is really bad if it happens to me. What did you do right after people clapped? Did you just run away? And were you frozen for a second? Because probably you were distracted at the time. I've never actually dropped my tray, but I think if I did drop my tray, I would freeze for like three seconds and then I would be like freaking out so much that I would bolt out of the DC and it would be like a flash because I would be running so quickly. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. Actually, I kind of dropped my tray, but not really. (laughs) It was really bad, but nobody clapped, so it was fine. But I was going up the stairs once in the DC and I spilled some soup on the stairs and then we kind of just like, I was with my friends and they laughed at me and we kind of just ran away. Like you said, like we're really out of there, like the flash, but it's fine. We got someone to clean it up. We didn't leave it. That'd be mean. We did, but. (laughs) Okay, here's Tian and her story called Decision. Okay, decision. There was only one thing going on in my mind, which is should I go to the United States and continue my education there? I was sitting in the classroom and not paying much attention to the last exam I would take from my high school. I was supposed to be really nervous and worry about getting the correct answer on that exam because it was a really important one for all the kids who were going to graduate from high school in 2017. I was one of the kids, but I was not paying attention to the exam at that time. I don't really need the score if I decided to go to the United States. Even if I paid much attention to the exam, the grade won't get much better as well because the content of education for high school kids in China is too hard, or at least it was hard for me. Above all were the reasons why I'm distracted in the final moment of my high school. That was June 7th, 2017. There were many things going through my mind. I guess I kind of already made the decision because if I did not want to because if I did not want to go to study in the United States, I would at least be nervous about the exam. I guess the reason why I was distracted during the exam was afraid of the unknown and changes that will occur once I made the decision. If I decide to go study abroad, language will be one primary challenge for me and surely many things will change. I have to get out of my comfort zone and switch from being the only child who was supported by parents to a 17 years old girl living independently on her own in another country. Also, being far away from family and friends will give me a hard time as well. It is a big transition, and that is what I was concerned about. However, I will have the chance to see the other side of the world by myself and develop so many new life skills by being independent. I would probably never got a chance like this, so I decided to go. So I decided to take the risk. So on July um, 13th, 2017, I arrived in Minnesota, and right now I'm here doing the podcast. 
love that story. I think it's really interesting to hear about a different culture. And um, actually, when I was listening to this, I was wondering if that test that you guys take in China is similar to the test here, like the ACT, um, where it's kind of determines where you go to college, really how good you do on it. Yeah, it's kind of similar because it's like a test that kind of tests like all the things that you learned from high school. But the difference is that that's the only thing that decides whether you're gonna go to college or not. So it's like pretty stressful. So if you took that test and you didn't pass it, what would happen? So there's like different um, level of college in China, and then if you didn't do well on that test. You probably go to like a lower level, so that's why everybody wants to get like higher score in the test so that they can get better right, education. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's so much pressure on someone. Yeah, and the test was really hard. Yeah, I can't imagine taking a test that hard because the ACT was really hard yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually because I. Did, I did not take ACT before, but because my major was education, and they just told me like if I want to get into the education like department to be a teacher later, and I have to take the ACT test, and that was freaking me out. Oh yeah, you do have to take that. Yeah. Ah, uh, it'll be fine. It's fine. Just guess. Everyone just guesses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In reality. <laughs> um. Here's Sophia, and her story called. Sophia means wisdom in Greek. L O L. My name is Sophia, and I am not all-knowing, nor am I a firm believer in mindfulness. In kindergarten, I discovered I don't know how to do a cartwheel or a somersault. I've been taught countless times in elementary school by my friends, who are all in dance and gymnastics, because, as we know, all little girls are in dance or gymnastics. But the coordination was just not there, and I don't think it ever will be. And a few days ago, when my sister is giving me directions, I realized I have no idea how long a block is. In my defense, there aren't any. Sidewalks in my neighborhood, or at least I think it has to do with sidewalks and other city things like fire hydrants. Maybe I really don't know. Once, when I was 16, my friend Alex changed her own tire on New Year's Eve night by herself on the side of the road while her parents were fresh out of a bar, mumbling in the back seat. I am still so incredibly impressed by this because I still don't know how to change a tire, nor do I know, know the name or function of anything in any type of engine. So I have no idea what I would do if my parents weren't there when my car broke down.、Um, props to Alex. I suppose it could be that I just didn't get much out of driver's ed because during this time, at the ripe age of sixteen, I also realized I can't tell my lefts from my rights. I actually wore a bracelet on my left hand during my driver's test, so I would know which way was left when the instructor told me to turn left. I did pass my test eventually at seventeen, but I don't understand why having my license didn't make me any more independent like it's supposed to. To this day, I can't explain to you why my work. Worst fear in life is to go anywhere public alone. I forced my 13-year-old sister to roast in my car, cooking on the blacktop of my bank's parking lot when I go to deposit my paychecks in the summer. And yes, I am a part of those girls who always go to the bathroom in a group. My sister is so incredibly patient with me, and so are my friends and my family. 
Actually, essentially anyone who talks to me for extended periods of time could be considered patient because I don't know why, but I tend to say everything I'm thinking. I still wonder what my roommate's impression of me was the first week of school when I announced I needed to clip my toenails and then asked if they too shaved their toes. <laughs> College in general just brings up a whole new world of questions. I'm supposed to be making more decisions by myself now, but if that's the case, why can't I see boys on Wednesdays or after 10 o'clock on the weekdays? My curfew in high school was 11. You're not my mom, Bethel. Regardless, no matter how old I am or what stage of life I'm in, there will always be questions swimming around my head, distracting me from what I should probably be doing. But who said being a little curious wasn't worth being a little sidetracked? One, two, ready, uh. Thank you for sharing your story, Sophia. I have a question. Did you ask your roommates about their first impressions of you until now? I'm really curious. Um, actually I did, like a couple weeks ago, and one of my roommates, Lauren, she said that when she first met me, she was like, oh boy, what did I get into? Like, who are these people? Is this going to be okay? She was a little hesitant, but um, now when I talk to them about it, they say that it's kind of weird when I'm not around because I'm really loud and I kind of just like dance around and sing whatever song stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I was wondering if you were named Sophia because of the meaning, or how did you get your name? Um, partly because of the meaning, and then my parents love the like old black and white movies, and we used to watch them a lot when with them when I was a kid. So they named me after Sophia Loren, the actress. I love that. Yes. Um, I also thought it was interesting when you said that, yes, you do go to the bathroom in groups because I'm guilty of that all the time. <laughs> Even at Bethel, I do that with my friends. We're, like, studying somewhere, and we're like, who wants to go to the bathroom? Yeah, <laughs> that's It really is a girl thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so guys, after all of this, what have we learned today? I think that we've learned that everyone struggles with some type of distraction or like something that they're dealing with on their Mm -hmm. own that you just really don't have any any idea about because um, you wouldn't know because it's them. But at the end of the day, everybody has like a bunch of small little struggles still going on. So it's kind of interesting, you know? Mm -hmm. I feel like... Like, I really agree about what, what you said. Like, I feel like everyone's, they just actually distracted all the time. And I also learned something new today. Like, I don't know any Greek before, but I learned Sophia <laughs> means wisdom in Greek. That's awesome. Yeah. Greek lessons. Today. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Greek lessons. <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I think it's just kind of comforting to know that everyone goes through this but they're just sidetracked all the time or they always have things going on in their head. More people are more scatterbrained than others, but really when it comes down to it, we all have things that we're distracted about. So Mm -hmm. very true. Yeah, I agree with that. We want to thank some people for helping us out on this Modern Story podcast at Bethel University in St. Paul, Minnesota. Thank you to Nick Swendlin and Alyssa Tay for building the podcast studio and giving us access to it. 
Thanks to Sam Mulberry, Emma Harville, Emma Pouts, and the two Emmas for showing us how to do a live podcast. Thanks to the writers who inspired our stories, and we should thank each other for our edits. Look for the next episode of Modern Story Podcast. And lastly, go tell your mother about Modern Story. Go tell your doctor. Go tell your dentist. Go tell your neighbor. Your roommate. Go tell cashier. Go tell your kitten. Go tell whoever did your senior pictures. Everyone. (laughs) 